how many days did it take Jay-Z to write the blueprint? Mo was there, man. I'll say six days. Okay. okay. He says six. Rory? Four. Three. I'm going to say four. Two. Stop giving my answer. Two's your final answer, Rory? I don't trust you, so I don't know what you should three. go with. <laughs> two days. Huh? A weekend. Give Rory the fucking point. It was yeah. two days. That's wow. inaccurate. That's 100% fuck. inaccurate. <laughs> Ain't no that fucking one. way that's true. <laughs> that's inaccurate as fuck. No, Rory and Ma. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I'm, I exist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. I'm here. You're here. And that's, and that's the important part, brother. I, mean, I didn't even see Damaris' shirt that says we exist. Right? Okay. We exist. What does that mean? Um, so a guy that I actually mm-hmm. met working with you for your album, mm-hmm. um, gave, sent this to me as a package. Um, hey, it's, influencer. It's from package. Project Cry. Um, it's more about just acknowledging your mental health and knowing that you're worthy of being alive and being on this planet. So, see, I I did that without even knowing the yeah. explanation. Oh, so the sl- I, I exist. The yeah. sleeves are long for a reason, so you can cry, Julian. And sometimes, because life life is short. Get it? Sometimes, Julian. <laughs> well, I've listen. Okay. I'm delusional today. <laughs> It's not. It's not. new episode. Hey, new episode, uh, we are here to talk to you guys. Um, I'm. That is interesting that Demaris is wearing that shirt. Um, uh, mm. because I I was gonna ask you guys. You know, it's been a while since we had like a mental mental health checkup. Mm-hmm. See where everybody's at mentally. Uh, how's everybody feeling? Yeah, you haven't done a hope all is well text to to all of us to the group. To, yeah. Uh, well, you would have saw it if I did. Mm. So no, I I didn't say all hope all is well. Have you ever reached out to someone to do like the check in and like the hope? all is well shit and then they like actually start telling you oh my instead God. of saying good yeah and it, and it throws you off because like you're in the middle of doing something so you can't really give it the energy that it yeah probably and you're like needs. you're like no 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 my my check-in was not genuine yeah. i don't i don't like, really want to really hear if you're not well yeah i don't I, I hope all is well but if you're not keep it to yourself you for sure do that? that's what? horrible no i'm just saying you know that's how that's how you got to talk to your friends when's the last time you, that happened to you when a friend really tried to open up and you actually had to lend your ear this was a, probably a, a couple weeks ago one of my boys, uh, we was texting about something. Actually, I had texted him. I was like, "Yo, um, I was like, what's good?" I was like, "I ain't, I ain't hear from you in a minute." But we, 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 we like close friends, so you know, you don't speak to like super close friends all the time. Y'all could pick up right where y'all left off. At least that's how mm. guys. Are. I don't, know, I don't know if girls do that, but girls are not friends. Yeah, like if you, girls yeah, are not really friends each other. Yeah. But if you have like a really close male friend, it like we can go like months without talking, and then as soon as we talk, it's like we just spoke yesterday. It's nothing mm-hmm. changed. And then I was just asking him, like, yo, what's going on? How's everything? And 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 it, the, the floodgates open. God I was damn like, it. shit. I had to I had to sit down and like really I had to call him. We went mm-hmm. from a text conversation to phone conversation. Like, yo, what's up, man? Like, cause you know, through text, words sometimes get taken out of context and yeah. you can't really hear the person's sincerity in words. So how do you uh close out that conversation? Your damn that's crazy wasn't getting it done. Yeah. Nah, I was I wasn't gonna hit. I couldn't hit him with the damn that's crazy because he like he let it go. He was like, "Yo, you know, uh, baby moms, the mm. kids. Uh, you know, his uh, mother's health isn't isn't doing too good." So how you, how do you close it? Damn, you should pray on that one. Nah, I was, <laughs> no, you can't do that. So we got on the phone. Yeah, and after talking, uh, he cried a little bit, right. and um, you know, we was just talking, and I was like, "Listen, man, you know." Just, it could be a lot worse. And it, and it be- <laughs> oh my gosh. You heard the sniffle through the phone. You were like, You hey, should have said pray on it words. instead of that. No, I was like, yo, listen, man. Yeah, that's that was, how we, there's people I, starving in other countries. You know that, right? No, the best way to look at it is like, listen, man, you know, it's, it could be worse. You could have, you could not have a job. You could not have a, a home. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lot of things that you should be grateful for. I understand sometimes shit gets a little rough and, you know, shaky, but. Yeah, man, there's people dying in hospitals and everything. You're here existing. I hate alive. it so much. Yeah, and there's also people that have their citizenship and they don't have to fucking. I'm one of those people. Thank oh, yeah. you, United exactly. States of America. Yes. Yeah, you could not have a job. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking someone else's job, yeah. a Oops. citizen of the country. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I. <laughs> Why'd I have to go there, man? I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry, Ed. Um, I'm getting really bad at being that friend. I used to be really good at that that friend, but because I'm so overwhelmed myself, I don't have time for people to put their problems on me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I spent so many years being that person, I feel bad because people have, they're already in the mode that they know they can come to me. And now I'm like, hey, nah. <laughs> like, I, I, can't, I can't take your problems right now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being selfish, all that shit. Bro, I, I can't even hear it. Like, even if you need to vent and don't need advice, I can't even take the vent. Like, give me five years. <laughs> somebody that was... Really, and then maybe I'll come back and we could talk about it. Somebody I was really close to, like, we uh we stopped speaking for a while. She texted me the other day and I still haven't responded. Nice. <laughs> I'm not, really, not, not because I don't want you. You don't owe a response. No, it's yeah. not that... I, yeah, I mean, exactly. well, when, exactly. when you were friends with somebody, I feel like you do, but like, she really like she said some things to me and in a drunk state of mind uh, mm. that I just was like I can't unhear it you mm. know what I'm saying so it's like I don't want to I can't be fake and just start a new text conversation after like not speaking to you for like six months like, mm. I just can't so it's like I don't even know how to respond like I don't want to say hey how you doing like because I it's like I'm going to get right to the conversation like yo listen man you said some shit that even if we could even if we speak again it will never be the same. It'll always like the be, energy know. will never be the same between us. Like, and this was like a real good friend of mine. Can I ask what it was? Um, so my dad was my dad was uh was was dealing with um some health issues at the moment, and she was mad that like I wasn't like, I guess hanging out or like uh, we weren't like communicating or like I wasn't responding to her text messages like I like I usually do. Like I'm pretty good at getting back, you know, responding to text messages. So I was like, yo, hey, listen, you know, between but actually we were on. I think the tour had just started. Mm-hmm. So it was between that and then my dad, had, you know, dealing with health issues and stuff, like just family shit. And I was like, yo, listen, this, you know, I got a lot going on. And she was like, I, I don't give a fuck. I was like, oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So that to me, I was like, all right, well, you don't give a fuck. It's nothing for me to talk about, right? Please. All right. Do you give people any grace if they're going through something and maybe say something impulsive that they don't actually mean no because everybody's going through something i'm going through something and i would never come at you like that did she apologize after that message or did she keep it moving she apologized and said she was drunk i don't know via text not on a phone call yeah and i don't know how much i care about that okay okay how long have you guys been friends like what's what's years at least so eight years and it's been nothing but pleasant moments between the, the two of you to some degree, right? Yeah, this is the yeah for the most part, yeah. Like, the friendship was was cool. So if you're measuring that, wouldn't this be a very small, minuscule thing within her character and who she is as a friend to you? Like but maybe she did just make a drunk mistake. Which is uh, uh, cool, right? Mm-hmm. But my thing is, um, as adults, you know what I mean, drunk or sober, mm-hmm. like, it's just certain things you don't say. Like, if I'm telling you... You know, I got a lot going on. You know, dad, my dad's you know, health right now is, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's dealing with some stuff. So, I'm just like, you know, caught up in all of this. And you, your response is, I don't give a fuck. No, it's I'm not making excuses for her. I'm just saying if... But like, if that, that was, was a, a dude, thing. like, and I was standing in front of him, he might have got punched in his face. Fair. You, you know what I mean? So, it's just like, okay, cool. Like, so, to me, I'm great at 
completely completely cutting like ties with somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care how long we've been friends. Like once a certain line is crossed, once a certain level of disrespect is is is, is in play. Like because I like I t- I say all the time, I'm scared of my own anger. Okay, you know what I mean. So I so I have to do everything I can to not be angry mm-hmm. and not become upset because it's like as you know as you're an adult. You get upset and you do things or say things, it's consequences to those things. Do you not believe in second chances or redemption? Not that I don't believe in it, but again, like I said, the relationship still will never be the same because I can't unhear that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I can never unhear you saying that. Like, and I get it, whatever. But my thing is everybody's dealing with something, which is why I treat people the way I want to be treated. I treat people with grace. I treat people with respect. I treat people with, you know, appreciation because- you may not be speaking to me about what you have going on. So I got to approach you like you may have something going on. You may be in a delicate stage of your life. You may be, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm always going to be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? You know, it's love all the time. So why not give me that same, especially when I'm telling you I'm I'm dealing with a lot of shit right now. Like, it's not like I didn't tell you that. I mm-hmm. told you that. And that was your response. It was like, I don't give a fuck. And it's like, yeah, whoa, you know what I'm saying? When you was dealing with your shit. Mm. On the phone, I was giving you, you know, like words of encouragement, uh, you know, helping you with stuff, things like that. Like just being a friend, you know what I'm saying? So now when it's my turn to deal with shit I'm dealing with and I'm dealing with it pretty well because you don't even know I'm going through shit. I don't show it. Like I keep my poker face is amazing. But like, don't say, mm-hmm. oh, I was drunk. Nah, I need a little more respect than that. Don't tell me alcohol is the reason that mm-hmm. you disrespected me. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I, we all have been drunk. I, when I was drinking, I've had drunk nights and I've never disrespected any of my friends like i don't that's just not that's not an excuse for me i don't i don't i, I get it but it's not a good enough excuse for me why are you raising your hand like this is, uh, uh she's letting you know she exists oh, okay i'm yeah. sorry i, I see you just i just want you to know i see you i didn't thank you so much i didn't just want to cut into you and interrupt you but more i'm on your side i wouldn't do a second chance just because something like that shows you exactly who a person is more than likely something like that will happen again. And the apology is shitty too. Like that's such a shitty thing. And a person who isn't a shitty person will understand that that's such a shitty Mm -hmm. thing. So if she was going through a fucking mental health breakdown and she was drunk on the street, just screaming like Mm -hmm. sex in the city. um, We all get that reference. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. Either. Anyway. The rest, it should have been a call. It should have been a pop up like, yo, I am so, 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 so sorry. Mm-hmm. This came over me like that was completely like it should have been a, a benevolent, like a real, 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 real apology. The thing that, is that, oh, I'm sorry I was drunk. Let's me know that you kind of think that that's OK. And you being drunk is an excuse. And that kind of means that you're kind of a shitty person because you said a shitty thing and you don't even think it's that big of a deal. The, it'll, it'll happen again. The thing the thing with me is uh, anybody that knows me personally, they know that, you know, once I get to a point where. Because I could be the most loving, caring, fun person. And then, like I said, once a certain line of disrespect is is put into play, mm. it could become ice cold. Like, it's like I never even met. I, I could walk right past you and act like we never even. We could have 20 years of friendship. Mm. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it takes a lot to get me to that point. Like, I don't do it over just petty shit. I don't mm-hmm. do it because you owe me money and you didn't pay me back. I don't care about shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. it has, to, it's always about respect with me. And as we, as we, as we get older, respect is the most important thing because, you know, it's money comes and goes, you know, material things come and go, but respect has to remain. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one thing that we can never compromise and we can never, you know, take, take off off the, off the table like I don't care what you're going through like there has to be respect 
And so when I'm when I'm disrespected to a certain level, it's a complete cut. And and my friends and family, they know that. And it's 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 scary for them because they like, damn, this is the coolest, funniest. Like, this the dude I call when I want to just laugh on the phone for hours. And to not be able to have access to that anymore, mm-hmm. that fucks people up. But they understand why because they know what they did. And it's it's never like and if it was the opposite way, if I did something to disrespect you and you cut me, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta eat that. Gotta eat mm-hmm. that. I gotta stand on that. You know what I mean? So when you disrespect me and I cut that, you gotta stand on that. You so, know what I mean? And that's just what it is. Well, let me to Damaris's point. I do agree with both you guys, but I think there needs to be there's some gray area in grace. I feel like so, Damaris, do you think people sometimes make mistakes outside of their character? It's not who they are, but they make a decision that is outside of their character. Yes. Hey, we so, all do. Some, so sometimes. If, I think we all if have, I have a friendship with somebody for 10 years and it's been nothing but respect, love, it's it's been a real real friendship. Yeah. I know what your character is hopefully after 10 years. If you make one mistake that I know is out of your character because I've known you for 10 years and you don't behave that way, I'm going to have a bit more grace. Now, if we just been friends for a year and you disrespect me, I'm like, "All right, then we got to cut this off cuz now I really don't know your character. I haven't known you long enough." mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But if I have a long, long-term relationship, friendship, whatever it is, and I know this is outside of their character, I may have a gray area with grace there. But I'm not saying that's not the uh, when people show you who they are, believe them mm-hmm. type shit. Because I know who you are. And this wasn't you. You made a mistake. And I'm not going to take it personal. But the, but the circumstances have also changed too. Because like Maul said, they've never had any reason to not argue before because Maul has always been available for mm-hmm. her. It shows your character where the one time he isn't available for you, this is how you act. So, yes, of course, it's been easy for you to respect me because I've been meeting your deadlines and your guidelines of what you wanted this friendship to be. Mm. But the moment that I can't be the friend that you need me to be, which happens throughout adult life, yeah. then you switch and you turn into a little demon. Mm. So then it's like, OK, well, <laughs> is this actually who you've been? Mm-hmm. And I just never gave you the opportunity to be that person, or is this really a mistake? And that's honestly on Maul to figure out. And I feel like if he really, really point. valued her presence, if she really brought a value to his life and a value to, you know what I'm saying, him and their friendship was valuable to him, then he might consider giving her another chance if it was truly valuable. Not, Not just, oh, she cool people's and, you yeah. know, that's my friend, she cool, but I have five other like her. Mm-hmm. If she was like stable, truly, truly, the truly collection. valuable. It might be a possible for him. To no, and she and, and don't point. get it don't get it yeah. twisted. She's an amazing person. You know what I'm saying? But I just I just know me. It's 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 just not gonna be the same. You know what I mean? Like I just know how I am. Like the the friendship is just not gonna be the same. At, like again, like it's just a certain like I can't unhear you saying those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't. It's just like so now I gotta act like it never happened. Mm. Now I got to act like you never said that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, you know, and I don't want to be fake. Well, you don't have to go that route. You yeah. could you could have the conversation with her, hear her out, she hear you out. And then obviously trust is something you have to rebuild. If you think that the friendship is valuable enough for you to give her the chance to rebuild the trust, no, it's not going to go right back to how it was. But you can work, you know, you can give let time have time and rebuild that friendship and remember why you love her in the first place and give her another chance to show you that she's not actually a piece of shit. Yeah, no, I just, truthfully, the only reason I didn't respond was because I really didn't. You didn't see that value? Not not that. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know how to, like, I try to avoid confrontation. I do that a lot, Mm -hmm. but. Really? It's like, I don't know how. 
to start that conversation of, yo, you played yourself. Maybe I just say that. Like, yo, you know you played Send yourself. Send us a clip with Khaled saying Send it. Send us a clip. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't, it's like, you I just got to figure. You got to rip the band off. Yeah, like I got to figure out, I just got to figure out, you know, how to, how to uh, maneuver through that part of just starting that conversation. And then whatever happens from there, happens from there. But like I said, it's just, you know. Confrontation is going to be the only way that gets resolved. Or yeah. just don't be friends and don't reply. If you want to, yeah. if you want to fix it, confrontation is literally yeah, the only. I, like yeah. you know, I don't, right. I don't want it to seem like you know, fuck you, you know, yeah. you're a piece of shit. It's because it's not that. It's mm. just you played yourself. Now I wasn't expecting that from you. That was you disrespected me. It's more of that. But now it's like, I do want to have the conversation. I just don't know how to have it. Does she listen yeah. to the podcast? Probably not. I was gonna say if she does and she reaches out, would you talk to her? But she reached out the other day. Nah, like in a better way. Not oh, like after she hears this episode yeah. type thing. Unless you want to FaceTime her now and just have the conversation Ooh, on here. I like that. Ooh, yeah. No. I wouldn't make you do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not even my you. I would, you know I would never do that. I know that. <laughs> I wouldn't make you do that. I would never do that. Um, Rory, Rory, you said earlier, over the last few years, you don't feel like you can be that person to a lot of the friends that you've been in the past in terms of just being the person that they can vent to. Great comment. How, has that changed your relationship with any of these people? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Which, to Damaris's point as well, and to Maul's, once that situation presents itself and never had before, mm. you kind of start to see your purpose in people's lives. And when they can't do that, they don't hit you up the same way. Mm. It's more so like when they need shit. So I do agree with Damaris and Maul's as far as we've never been in this situation as friends, so I can't really say who you are as a person yet. And I've definitely noticed that. Mm-hmm. with friends but oh man they don't, I, they don't hit me up when they don't need something and i don't mean that like monetarily but like just need anything my ear my advice yeah. my, just to fucking talk mm-hmm. yeah which is weird because then it's like damn our whole relationship was just based off depressing shit and me being able to talk to you about it god damn i had a conversation <laughs> when you want to uh, go out and get dinner and laugh <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I, had a, uh, I had a conversation with my boys on the phone and we were talking about you know just shit that crazy shit and my homeboy said yo I'm gonna be honest Maul I, I feel like you be talking to us like on some politically correct shit now like you changed what right so I, I was like I'm exactly that was, you don't use the F word anymore <laughs> yeah, you dropped a hard F for good measure that's exactly what it was really I swear to god that's exactly what it was yeah so I'm like I'm like I'm like fam I'm like what you not understanding is like <laughs> I'm you want me to still have the same mentality and mindset I had when I was 23 yeah, yeah. that would be a problem for me right mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't the, the 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 views I had and the opinions I had when I was 23, a lot of those things are have changed now because as they should as for they anyone should. for any right. That's what I said. So I'm like I'm like that doesn't mean I was like what do you mean I'm I'm being politically yeah, correct? That says more about you. <laughs> and they no, but you don't understand. It went into and like also basing a friendship off gay bashing and you not wanting to do that anymore. Maybe edit that. But part. not yeah, <laughs> it's but fucking it nuts. But not even. But like, not now even, you're not bashing the gays no nah, more. I can't fuck with you. It wasn't even. It wasn't even so much uh, like a like a you know how guys. So it wasn't a gay bashing thing. No, it I was know. like, yo, you don't you don't speak the same way like you did. Like that. He went as far as to say like, yo, I feel like you speak to us like you think we're recording you. Mm. <laughs> uh, no. I was like, what? Listen, the mic is always hot. Okay? I was like, yo, you bugging Dang. the fuck out. Like yeah. I was like, you, I was like, bro, I said. I said, yo, we're all grown ass men now. Like, we can't still be talking the same way we were talking at 23. Like, 
it's just not possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like my views have changed, my experiences have changed. Uh-huh. Like it's like I've gained more information and knowledge about what's going. On. Like, why would you still want me to be speaking that way? It's not because I'm trying to be trying to be politically correct, or I think that y'all recording this phone conversation. It's like I'm just not that same 23 year old kid from uptown. That's just mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Just no, I mean, I'm a grown man now. Like it's just not the same. So Damn, it's, just, it's just yeah, like yeah. right. I'm like wait, no, I'm still mall, but it's like yeah, this is just the older mm-hmm. grown version of me. Like Rosewood opened your eyes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to Mr. Mrs. Rosewood. Mr. Like, Mrs. Yeah, Mr. Rosewood. Mrs. Rosewood. You're probably, you, you've outgrown them probably, and that makes people uncomfortable. When Not they outgrown see them. You know what it is? I, and I, and I, the thing is, and as friends, a lot of the times we don't like to have this conversation. A lot, a lot of the times, you know, some of your friends are still in a, a, a place where you've kind of like surpassed them. As far as like experiences and, you know, just things that you were able to like learn and things like on certain on certain things, like not just uh, all the way around, but certain areas. It's like, no, I have more. I've been around these type of people. I've had these type of relationships now with people that do these things. And I've been to this part of the world. And I, a lot of the shit that we thought is not true. Like, this is what it really is. So a lot of the times where your friends are still like, you know just on the block or in the same neighborhood we grew up in and they, they just have a nine to five, their life is kind of like, you know, this is what it is. And they don't get a chance to travel and experience and learn different things and different cultures and meet people from different walks of life. Their mentality is still of that when we were all on the block. And now that I haven't been there and I'm, I'm far removed from that, the way I speak is different. The things I can speak about are different. Mm-hmm. The knowledge that I've gained is different. So it's not that I've changed. Well, yes, I have changed. But not in the sense of, I think I'm better than you, or I th- I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's not it's not like that. It's like, nah, dog, he was wrong for talking like that. Or we were wrong for thinking that. Like, that's actually not true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of ignorant for us to still have that mindset. So I can't, I can't still have those ignorant conversations because it would just be me playing myself because I have information on those things now. I have, yeah. you know, I, I've learned and it's like, nah, bro, like we was wrong. Yeah, we can still laugh and joke and, about it, but like, I'm not going to be ignorant. You know what I'm saying? And I, I I can't apologize for not being ignorant with my friends no more. It's like, actually, I'm trying to show y'all something like, nah, fam, like this shit is lit. Like we need to go here. We need to travel here. We Shit that we thought was corny is actually cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of conversation. So it's just interesting having conversations with a lot of friends, you know, that you grew up with and that was in your life when things were different and y'all were all kind of in the same space. And, you know, sometimes people take off and people take off at different times. But, you know, it's just interesting having those conversations where you hear your friends thinking you changed. And it's like, yeah, I've changed, but it's not like I changed and I'm trying to act like I'm better than y'all. Like, nah, I'm just I just can't engage in that type of conversation because I know what that really is now. But the better than y'all part doesn't come from you or how you're acting. That comes from what they think about themselves. That's insecurities. Yeah, no, I understand that. And I I know and I know because, you know, like I completely get where you're coming from, where you're trying so hard to not give off that I'm better than you vibe or that pretentious like snobby vibe but you can't control how other people perceive you due to their own insecurities right. and traumas like you can't pers- you can only be you and you can try to make people better and they can be open to it or not open to it but you can't think too hard on well damn I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to like shit on them or I'm trying to you know you can't dumb yourself down so I, I get right. completely as men we don't have that, that conversation enough about having uncomfortable conversations with your friends you know, it's like, yo, bro, I'm different. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm grown. I'm, you know, my life has changed. My lifestyle has changed. The things that I, 
I do have changed, like, because it, it does create a, a sense of, oh, he think he better than us. Of course. Or, and it's like, nah, you still my homie, bro, but I can't, we, we did that already. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, it's like, bro, we got to do something else. Like, life got to elevate. I, life got to, you know what I'm saying? We got to move on. Like, right. we can't keep having the same ignorant conversations. But how do you have that conversation without it being completely direct and, to Damaris's point, making someone feel insecure and like you're better than them? How do you even have it without having that direct sentence? Like, I listen, I'm going to be honest. Past that shit. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was glad that they came at me like that on the phone because mm. that opened up a whole conversation that we never had with each other. Mm. And I was like, y'all think that I'm, y'all think that I think y'all are recording me? Like that shit was just funny to me. I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like I just can't, I can't, I can't joke about certain things anymore because it's like, that would be ignorant of me and I can't play ignorant. Like I just can't. How'd the conversation go? Like, where do you guys stand now? Did that change your relationship with them? Or are you still cool? No, it's, it's, it was a, it was a, it was a lot of, the one thing I do like about the conversations that me and some of my friends have is that we could be on the phone arguing, yelling, and somebody be like, yo, bro, we can't both be yelling at the same time. Somebody got to listen. Mm. And I like that about us. Like, you know, some people That's get offended. Maturity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Some people yeah. get offended. I'm like, you right, bro, go ahead. And I'll just shut the fuck up or they'll shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Or so it's wait, like, wait to talk. Not yeah, to listen. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, all right, go ahead. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And let them get their shit off and I listen. It's like, so I do like that about me and my friends. It's like, we we can have those conversations where it's like, yo, let me talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, all right, go ahead, man. Because it's always, like I said, respect is always there. You can tell me how you feel. Mm. But just keep respect there. And we could get around anything as long as we both have this level of respect for each other. You can tell me, yo, I think that you're talking to us like you think we're recording you. Mm. Or you're trying to be politically correct. Like, where's the old mall? Like, where's the old mall? As yeah. You, as you get older, do you feel- Buy his old albums. Yeah, that too. Listen to the old episodes. <laughs> yeah. um, do you- Download each and every episode of New Rory and Mall. Um. And you can listen to the old mall all you yeah. want. At, your, at any time. On a flight. <laughs> at the gym. Wherever you want to download Old it mall's at. going crazy on Patreon. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh, Have yeah. you two, and I can open this to anybody in this room, because I feel like uh, recently we've all kind of upgraded our lives a little bit. I feel like we're all in- To where- shit. In that changing season, possibly. Julian is still going crazy. Yeah, Julian is still same yeah. old Juju. Same old oh no, we're, we're see, I'm going the old Juju <laughs> back. Yeah, right, Yo, right. we need the old Juju back. I'm not gonna lie, we ain't been at Ludlow in a minute. I don't. You acting funny, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the the four date rule right yeah, now. Yeah, like what's up wow. with you, man? Wow. Oh, you're dating the episode. <laughs> yeah, we're dating with you. Yeah, man. No, but um, have you guys ever felt like you know that the feeling that you're outgrowing your friends and that like maybe some shit you want to do is more elevated and you're like kind of looking for not to get rid of your old friends but kind of like looking for a new community that's into the type of things that it was easy for me i left home Mm, i have one friend that's my best friend i've known him since sixth grade we're still close the only person i see outside of my family when i go home is him Mm -hmm. and he grew up like two blocks from me he still lives there he lives with his girlfriend he never left we i used to get on him about never leaving home just not the person he was, but it didn't change our relationship. I still love him. He's great. Like, we're cool. But I don't talk to anyone else from home. I, I have no desire to. That mentality upstate, it just never, I never clicked with me. Even when, before I left home, it never mm. made sense to me. I, I, I mean, I it's not Khaled's fault, but the no new friends theme is just terrible messaging. You should have new friends. Yeah. Definitely. That doesn't mean get rid of old friends, <laughs> but you should want to find, you should talk to, to other people and see what you say. New walks of life. You should get some new friends. Well, and, none of us and would sometimes be here. Your day, sometimes day ones are yeah. shitty people. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the ironic thing about Khaled saying that was he made a lot of new friends. <laughs> mad. There was new friends in the video. His whole <laughs> album is a bunch of new friends. Yeah, it's like, yo, you didn't know any of these guys <laughs> yeah. last year, yeah. Khaled. I promise you, you didn't. Like, you know what I mean? But so, and I know it was just obviously a catchy hook. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But people really harder. like take that for some reason. I don't know if that's a cultural thing in regards that we have to feel like our day ones day need one. to be around. I mean, Yolo like, was another. You one. can't really out no outsiders type shit. And it's like, no, nah, you know, if you're not a criminal. In a Rico tribe, understand like you should meet new people. <laughs> yeah. Like you should talk to new people. Yeah, you should go other places. You should mingle in other circles. We had Doesn't that conversation on your... a Reddit. On a Reddit live, we had that conversation with some guy asked, "I want to get in the industry. Do I just like bulldoze this and figure it out?" And we were like, "No, find if you can find a mentor. Like get someone older than you that can help guide you." Yeah, it's yeah. the Mighty Ducks. I thought, <laughs> I thought were... that's. Just... Jesse Smollett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wait, he's in the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Wait, really? Really? Is he? Y'all yes. didn't know that? No. No. Who does he play? Oh, we're day one, Jesse. He plays the duck. We're, we're, we're Jesse's day, day ones. One. <laughs> he plays, you hear edit, he plays the duck. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, but nah, I, I do think that's misleading for uh, even like young people too in their 20s. That's especially the time uh-huh. to start yeah. like meeting new people. But that is the transition to even what Julian's saying, like maybe you leave home around 18 to go to college or, or whatever. Yeah. People are like, no, nah, I have to keep my close friends, which you do, but not at the expense of meeting new people. That's the time to meet new people. You don't even know the fuck you are yet. And you yeah. may really learn yourself through other people rather than the people that have been there your entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like so. those changes come in like multiple times though, because my friends changed a lot when I was like 19 and I went to college. And then they changed a lot when I hit like 27, 28 big time and like recently like recently now like i look at the people i talk to the most every day and they're they're completely new people and it's not that i don't love my old friends i we're still super 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 close oh the new friends okay yeah gotcha we're the new people she's (laughs) talking every day okay she wasn't talking about y'all she's talking about about yomi Um, <laughs> exactly. You know. she had, it had nothing to do with you. It was, was Jimmy. It was Yomi. That, yeah. that rose party really yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, it's just like you make completely, and it's like, oh, the people I look to the most now for like advice on life things are people who are closer to the life that I lead now. In regard, you know, opposite of my old best friend who now has like two kids, and it's like, yeah, we're besties, and I can come to you and tell you I murdered a person, but on a day to day basis. We, we live two very completely different lives. Because you're a murderer? Yeah, th- like that. <laughs> and she has children? Doesn't yeah. Want, yeah. Doesn't yeah, want to like, take the charge for you? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's different. It's a, a big like change that, in, that I'm going through right well, now. I'm in a different season. A lot, a lot okay. of times when you get older, the only thing you have in common with your early friends is just time. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing y'all have in common is time. Mm-hmm. And the only time you guys speak is reminiscing about older times, yeah. which can just be repetitive and kind of keep you stagnant if you stay in that mind state. And then you feel like a fucking prisoner to this person because you have the mentality. They've been there day one. Got to keep them around. All that shit is like, y'all have nothing in common anymore. Right. Yeah. And then they have nothing at, in common at with 12 years friends. old, you guys had mad in common. <laughs> we all love Ninja Gaiden, right? Like, was Ninja Gaiden? And I mean, even... Y'all don't even know nothing about that. No, I know about Ninja Gaiden. But that can even happen with people in your 20s as well. Like, I have friends from college that are still, to me, some of my closest friends. But the only thing we really have in common now that I'm 32, it's not a slight to them, just we went different paths, is college. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, when we link up, we talk about college. 
Mm-hmm. It's fun. We laugh, reminisce. Let's laugh about all old stories. That's really about the only thing we talk about. That's like my friends that are all getting married, the weddings. That's all we talk about. Dip in, reminisce, and then leave. And, and don't which, talk about anything else. Which is totally fine. That serves a huge purpose. And those are true friends. But that can't be your life as far as friendship goes. There It'll has to be some type of progression in what you talk to with friends. I think as you get older, you naturally just gravitate towards uh, people that kind of are doing things that you just find yourself being interested in. Like yeah. if, you, if you're into, you know, film, you're into music and, you know, you start hanging around people that this is what they do. They're mm-hmm. in this lifestyle. And this is, those are the people you want to surround yourself with because they're going to help pull you up or elevate you to a certain level that this is what I want to be doing with my life. This is where I want to go. Like, you know, you can have day ones and all that. Like a lot of my friends that are my day ones, like we don't, like I said earlier, we don't speak all the time. Mm-hmm. But when we do, it's, it feels like we just spoke last night. Yeah. We pick up right where we left off. One of my best friends is great to have a baby like next week or something like that. Like his life has completely changed. And we was talking about it the other day, like, damn, like 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? I never would have thought I'd be, I'd own a clothing store and I'd have a kid. Like he was the most anti kid, anti relationship person that I'm like, yo, bro, what's wrong? Talking about you? yourself? No, not oh. me. <laughs> but that's why, but it's funny because a lot of the times we were, we had like, we felt a lot of the same ways on certain things. And it's like, but I always knew he was just like, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I know I'm going to have a kid one day. You're going to probably have one before me. I used to always say it. He's like, yeah, right. No way. Mm-hmm. Now look at him. You know, his baby is due next week. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But it's just like. It's still time. For me? Nah, it's, it's what is wrong with you? I don't have, it's, it's over. He, I'm the last of the Mohicans. But um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and even, even his lifestyle has changed and my lifestyle has changed, but we're still close friends. Mm-hmm. We don't speak every day. And I don't think that defines a relationship. You don't have to speak to your friends every single day, no, yeah. but yeah. We speak often, and when we do, it's you know four, five, six-hour conversations. Yeah. To your point of surrounding yourself with like-minded people, when I moved to New York, I think I was 26, 27, and then it was... I always thought it was people that had it figured out. And then when I lived here, when I first moved here, I was like, oh, it's like a bunch of people my age trying to figure out their footing in the industry. And that was comforting to be surrounded by like young, hungry people that wanted to make a somewhat of a, you know career in the industry mm-hmm. and that was for the first time in my life i felt like i was like oh these are the people i need to be around mm-hmm. and it was comfortable being like i not financially stable at all but also like the hunger on a self-motivation level was kind of like across the board with everyone i encountered and that was comforting like i was living on a couch for mm-hmm. almost a year mm-hmm. but i didn't care because i had other people that were more or less doing the same thing and it was like a kind of a community of like let's figure this out Right. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, if you take out the... Uh, let me not say industry because that's going to come across weird. But if you take out that common goal or that that commonality, do you think you'd be friends with them? What do you... In terms of like their... I'll, I'll, make, it, I'll make it personal yeah, to me. Okay. One of the more sobering things in my 30s specifically had to do with Palooza. For a decade, oh, I, I was saying. friends with a specific group. Still my friends. But I realized once... You take Palooza out and that one common goal, that shit that we were, that connected us all, I realized I don't talk to them as much. We Mm -hmm. don't have much to say to each other. I mean, not everyone in in the group, obviously, but it was a big group. Mm -hmm. So there's certain people that I talk to every day during Palooza. Mm -hmm. I maybe speak to them once every few months. Be like Mm -hmm. that. And it's just like a hey. Like there's not much to talk about anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird, sobering thing. It's like, damn, are these really my friends? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, 
They are, but it's it's just something I and I'm sure everyone in their 30s, 40s starts yeah. to go through that. Yeah, of like you try to figure out like, damn, all right, what really made us friends? Well, <laughs> well also at the same time, sorry, Mo. Also at the same time, you also have you have a new whole new group of people that you're leading that yeah. you have to talk to every day. You said so, you said I'm a click hopper? <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's exactly. <laughs> that's not what I, I, I didn't want to say. It. I didn't want to say it, but that's, that's what it's called. Culture like, vulture. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's not. What I have I'm never saying. been a click. What I'm here. saying is, if you weren't forced to talk to all of us all the time every day, mm. you might have room to have similar conversations with other people. Well, what's interesting well. too, Julian and I, of course, Fuck. we speak way wow. more because of this. But I've become much closer with Julian as a friend. After Palooza. Yes. I would agree. I think uh, touring in particular. Yeah. We have like some real actual conversations. The thing that's fun is like being able to have a conversation and talk to someone because I feel like a lot of college relationships and even younger 20s relationships, you talk only when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. And that was so much of my friendships where we're fucked up. Let's kind of open up, but not really. This song slaps. Like that yeah, was yeah. kind of it. You draw the line. Song slaps. <laughs> That's where our relationship that was based like on. Guys, it really is. Song slaps. Yeah, it's yeah, slapping, isn't I get it? it. Yeah, it's but like, I, like I, to, to Rory's point, I think when we had Stone Cold like sober breakfast and just yeah. talk <laughs> about life, it was like, okay, like this is this feels more than just you know. Where's the next stop? Like, what what yeah. are we gonna open with? What skit are we gonna do? Like, it's it became way more than work. Yeah, which I appreciate because that makes me want to work harder and like do better because I care more about you two as people. Ironically, I vented to Julian sober at breakfast about my oldest friend ever. Yeah, and how much of a fucking idiot he's been, and that's fine. I've said it to his face. You did <laughs> good. <laughs> But do that's you, another conversation. Do you guys, but it's nice to have newer friends that you can talk to about your older friends. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a shady way, yeah. but like this, a, a yeah. venting type of way. Um, as the elder, as the elder statesman in the room, let me just let y'all know that the older you get, the more people you're gonna not be friends with anymore. All right, let's lighten the mood. I have no, to. Uh, no, I'm I'm depressed and I'm scared. <laughs> Same. I don't I don't give a fuck. Don't ask me about no uh, trivia. See the tie back. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. That was fucked up. That was fucked up. <laughs> he doesn't remember. <laughs> I didn't even hear what he said. I said I don't give a, fuck. give a fuck. Oh, get it? Nah, no, because your friend betrayed you. It's a full ah. circle moment. In the it's business, we call we, we call that a callback. Yeah, I'm, in the business. <laughs> in the business. In the business. <laughs> what business? <laughs> in the business. In the TV industry, that's what we call it. Yeah, we circled back to the original joke. So a few episodes ago or whenever it was, uh, for St. Patrick's Day, I lost St. Patrick's Day trivia to Damaris. Mm-hmm. So I have to <laughs> reclaim It is nuts. Yeah. So I have to reclaim <laughs> some pride. That's on Patreon now. <clears throat> yes. It was on Patreon. There you go. Patreon.com for session number one. What? Did you say words? Speak English. He was speaking in Spanish. Yeah. Patreon.com for session. Oh, I don't I don't speak reggaeton. Oh wow. Wow. I don't speak Sean Paul. Wow. I don't speak Sean. Sean Paul. <laughs> That's just Sean Paul never spoken Spanish, <laughs> not once ever. ever. Anyways, um, Julian wanted to bring trivia back. I don't know what the category is, but I have to beat Demers. All right, Julian. So we're gonna have uh, some hip hop trivia. I'll be honest. Uh, black people really don't know much about hip hop. Wow. White, white people know more about hip hop. For than sure, people. he's gonna win this. We're gonna win this. These are pretty. So uh, yes, we are doing hip hop trivia. This, the, I think, 
I think it's fair. I think you'll all the whites do love a, a good hip hop oh, trivia God. thing. White people they yeah. know more about hip hop than we do. Like That's we we know who engineered Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah. It's like the I whites think, are weird when it comes to hip hop. They can't just feel it. They got to study it. You feel yeah. me? Mm. That's what you think I did. You think I was in the library studying? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I walked in with my public library card. What uh, what section is hip hop in? <laughs> under I H. I want to research <laughs> under H. I want to research the RZA. I believe that's under H, sir. <laughs> um, right. Well, yeah. I'm. I just need to win. So okay. Well, we'll start light. Okay. On which famous TLC song did CeeLo Green sing backup vocals? That's not hip hop. <laughs> Counts. Uh, Hip hop trivia. He started with TLC. Uh, I'm gonna say baby, baby, baby. Uh, what about your friends? What's the what's the real name of that? It's it's what about, your friends? what about your friends? I thought maybe there was another title. Um, red light special. Adam. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm gonna say waterfalls. Eden is right. Whoa! <laughs> God damn it. Yes! It's funny. I wanted to say Waterfalls, but it was like too obvious. And they were around Dungeon Family in the first album, so it's got to be one of the early records. Goddamn Mexicans. <laughs> All right, who's keeping score? Somebody keep score. Uh, uh, Yomi, you want to keep score? 1995. <laughs> Yomi, Yomi said no. <laughs> nah, I'm cool. Okay, I'll keep score. Thank yes. you. Okay, which... Of course you would, since you're Which... Which rapper who's, I think, synonymously in the top 10, which top 10 rapper used to go by the name Shrimp Daddy? Oh, easy. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Well, I, I'm guessing I'm going to go with Lil Wayne. Uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Wait, that's not. Lil Wayne. Hey. Damn, no to, points for you. I just wanted to <laughs> yell the wrong answer. You know that was funny? really You know what's very funny? Matters. I didn't know the answer to that. <laughs> Shrimp Daddy. If you guys didn't say Lil Wayne, I wasn't going to say Lil Wayne. I was going to say Bubba Gump. I would have went like, oh, Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Because I was honest, you're taking a point away from me. You t- I could have kept that to myself and be like, oh, I knew Lil Shut Wayne up, was Shrimp Daddy. Y'all are weird for knowing Lil Wayne was Shrimp Daddy. I mean, whatever. <laughs> no, editing is just weird. Yeah, mm. sorry. Julian? Uh, who, was, fire. who was P. Diddy a backup dancer for in 1992? Maul. Damn, and I know this. I know this. A backup dancer, uh, Father MC. Uh, Heavy D. Uh, Damn, I think it was Heavy D. Uh, You can change your answer, Maul. Yeah, I think it was Heavy D. No, you can't. After I say Heavy D, I changed my answer to Lil Wayne then. No, I think it was was Heavy D because they're from Mount Vernon. I'm going to say Star makes a lot for the fuck of it. Damaris? (sighs) Slick Rick. It was Big Daddy Kane and Heavy D. You know what I can uh, see in living color. Mm. So that's a point for Is what? that how he met J-Lo? Oh, for yeah. And Maul. And Maul. Give him all the point. Because <laughs> he Mal- said an answer and then changed it when no, I saw I thought the about the Mount yep. connection. There you go. See? Denzel Washington. Ian, I, I get it. Yeah. Julian? Uh, where did Jay-Z and Busta Rhymes go to high school together? Brooklyn. What's the name <laughs> of high specific. school? Uh, Brooklyn Tech. Uh, Brooklyn High. <laughs> <laughs> Weston House, Lighthouse, some like some shit like that. It okay. doesn't exist anymore. It's fucking like it was Weston House, Lighthouse. Oh. It wasn't like a George Washington. It was something like that. Something House. Come, okay. If you combine your answers, it's, it's you're something. close. It's it's George Weston House High. All right, we both get that point because we figured that out together. I know it was something Weston House. Weston House. They uh they used to battle rap each other in the cafeteria. <clears throat> battle rap each other. Who's Julian talking to? Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> they used to battle rap each other over tater tots. They, they used to diss each other in the calf. <laughs> <laughs> they used to say words to each other in harmony, in uh-huh. unison. All right. Julian. Which Will Smith hit did Nas co-write? Uh, Getting jiggy with it. <sighs> summertime. Yeah. I, was I was gonna, gonna go summertime. summertime. Yeah. No way. Getting jiggy with it. Point to Mall. Damn. Getting jiggy with it. Damn. The song also oh, yeah, summertime was fucking won a Jeff. Grammy. Yeah, yeah it did. Also, Nas did have a Grammy before. Well, as a writer, as a writer by proxy. Yeah. There you go. Come on, rapid fire. How Come many on. copies did Eminem's 1996 album debut, Infinite, sell? Not enough. A thousand copies. His debut say, album. Say, His debut like, album. Like now, the, the after first he became one. Eminem. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Originally, like first week sales or period. Because I'm, I'm sure it's platinum now, but yeah, just initially before he blew up. Okay, uh, I'm gonna uh, say seven thousand. I'm gonna say a hundred thousand. I'm gonna go with maybe four thousand. I'm gonna say his debut album, Infinite. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say eight hundred copies. Rory, you should have stayed with your first answer. A thousand. It's a thousand copies. No, but that wow. was my. I said nah, that. Nah, you said four thousand. But <laughs> how come he gets to change his answers, but I can't change my? Because you I changed my it to the wrong answer. number. That's what you did. What? But what, out of the two, I'm what picking. What number did you say? <laughs> you I'm said, picking he the said a thousand when I get one his right, and then he said four thousand. He did that with heavy D. Mall said eight hundred. Mall was closer. Oh, yeah, technically. I s- fine. <laughs> damn it, it hurts. Doesn't it? It hurts. Uh, back to the library. Damn, demon hurts. <laughs> let's stay on uh, Eminem. What's Eminem has claimed uh, to only read one book in his life, and it's by another artist. What? Which artist? Doctor Seuss. He only read one book. Jay Z. He claims. Uh, doesn't doesn't he have books that he wrote? Probably not. Did he proofread them? The one book that Eminem would have read. By another famous, a legendary artist. I'll put legendary on it. Um, trying to think of his favorite artist. Uh, Elton John's biography. Okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what's your answer? I don't really know. Catcher Last in the Rye. Last time you said, did you go guess you won? I'm so. drawing a blank. I said, I said Dr. Seuss. I'll, I'll give you the name of the book if this helps. I make my own rules. Yeah, that helps. Rick Rubin. Okay. I artist. make my own rules. Royce, uh, Royce the Five Nine. No. <laughs> Paul Rosenberg. Doctor Dre. No. Oh, I just, thought it was just, decoded. So okay. No. Bizarre from D twelve. It's LL Cool J. Oh. Oh, okay. That's you never, cool. you never read that LL novel. So nobody no. got that novel. <laughs> no, I never read that. This should be an easy one. How old was Nas when he started writing Illmatic? Eighteen. Sixteen. 16. Seventeen. Sixteen. 17. Damn. Don't fuck. Nah, he ain't even. Fuck with me and Queens. He turned 17 when he already wrote like the first three songs. Nah, Two part question. <laughs> Two part question. And what year did he drop out of school? Uh, 90. No, sorry, not year. What grade did he drop out of school? Uh, eighth grade. Uh, seventh grade. Seventh or eighth grade. Tenth grade. I'm going to say seventh. He didn't go to high school. I know that. Rory, lock in your final answer. Eleventh grade. Well, he kind of went. He kind of went in eighth oh, grade. If I remember Nazir. Eleventh grade. Uh, is my you last seventh grade. Answer. You said seventh. 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 Eleven. Eleven. Stealing my well, answers. No, uh, I said seventh first. I want to say he dropped out in ninth grade. Rory, you should have stayed with eighth grade. Damn. I said eighth grade first. I said lock in your final nah, answer. You said seventh. But in the nineties, yeah, you don't even know how public schools. Yeah, work. like he don't even know. Like, oh, worry, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, my bad. <laughs> you wasn't there at 86. <laughs> All right, Rory. Oh, you my made your God. Point. Yeah. yeah. Dropped Mar- out of Cooley High. Uh, it's a Nazmar. <laughs> he wouldn't understand. 
Which historical author was Tupac heavily influenced by? Machiavelli. Yes. Machiavelli, if yeah. you want to. Machiavelli. Machiavelli. Yes, that's the answer. Shakespeare. Wow. Jada Pinkett Smith. Some, uh, wow. in, in his song, uh, <laughs> Something Wicked, he features a quote from Macbeth. It's kind of cool. That's I mean, can, can everyone's a fan of Shakespeare. Are you allowed no, to say? Like, he just exists. <laughs> he just exists. <laughs> it's like, it's just part like, of life. isn't a fan of Shakespeare? It's different. All right, go ahead. All right. You thought Macbeth uh, was trash? I thought it was a little overrated. You if thought you, you thought O was better? The score is right Definitely now. Edit has two. I have one. Or that's about Othello. Rory has three and a half. Maul has three and a half. Y'all are tied. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, Did you identify with a Macaw Pfeiffer and O? Biggie wanted to open a soul food restaurant inspired by one of his biggest songs. Which song? Juicy. Juicy. I really didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. Biggie was, wanted to open a soul food restaurant inspired by one of his biggest songs. Which song? I'm still say juicy. Uh, suicidal thoughts. Okay, That's great food. <laughs> That's a sick name <laughs> for a restaurant. For a restaurant. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go hypnotize, but it sounds rapey. Hypnotize? Doesn't it? your food? Yeah, like yeah, but it's, it it gives Molly like, all in the champagne. It gives Bill Cosby like, vibes. Yeah, damn, bro, let's talk about food. Yeah I, I, yeah, I guess Juicy. Rory? Um, I can't think of no other song that would correlate to food. <laughs> uh, me and my bitch. Okay. Like That's it. not bad. Great restaurant. <laughs> Big Papa. I would go Damn it. Way. Damn. Big Papa Soul sense. Food. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Sounds kind of hard. Yeah. I'm going to Big Papa Soul Food. Am I, I the only one mad I never got to try Quaaludes? Like, I'm mad they went out of style before I could try them. Went out of I mean, style. Went, like, no, they, they, they extinct. My dad says they were the greatest thing ever. I'm not a pill guy. I never got into pills. Yeah, well, I mean, you just had to, if you break up the pills, just powder. Could have snorted it. Except yeah. if it's a chew. <laughs> Actually. If it's a chew, doesn't, snorting stand, a chew. doesn't stand a chance around chewing. <laughs> chewing. <laughs> snorting a chew would be sick. I All feel right. like 10 years ago, Give I probably would tried one. it. Give us the next one. <laughs> Next one. We're, we're flying through these guys. I'm just hoping this buy us more time. Okay. How many songs on Jay-Z's Blueprint did Kanye produce? There are 13 songs total. Um, uh, many songs. H to the Izzo. Heart of the I City. I six. Keep that shit in your mind. Yeah, keep Rory. it in your head. I'm a visual learner and a vocal Jesus learner. Christ. Visualize it in your mind. <laughs> showing them how many fingers you have up. No, I don't want to say They it. keep stealing my answers anyway, so. <laughs> Who's they? You. What? Can I pull up Shrimp Daddy? No. No. It doesn't say, it doesn't say who produced it. It's it the name of the songs. No. Nah. Nah. Six. It's just the name of the songs. It doesn't say who produced it. No. No. I mean, seven. No. I want to say There's seven. 13 songs. It can't be. That's the only information you get. Demaris I don't think it's seven. as much as we think. I changed it. Well, you need to take a guess. Uh, actually, I'm lying. Can I say five? You can say five. You can change your answer. I okay. say We've four. established that you can change your answer. Five is my final answer. I can four. remember three for sure, and I'm going to go four because I think I'm forgetting one. I already okay. said four. I'm just making sure you knew that. Relax, Shrimp Daddy. Why <laughs> <laughs> my Shrimp Daddy now? You were there, Maul. <laughs> You I'm, yeah, I'm, I just, that's why I need to look at the track list because I'm forgetting. No, it's no, that would be a cheat the, for you. Yeah. No, he's thinking about the ones that didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you think about the original demo, right? Yeah, mm. <laughs> the original demo. <laughs> the reference. <laughs> uh, I want to say five. Lock it in. I want to say five. Mm-hmm. Say it. <laughs> he is. 
but I can't remember. I think he's saying one. the answer is five. Say five. I want to. No, I want. I'm gonna say. Cause this is like this. Is I'm gonna like, say five. This is like no, uh, stop. Yeah, like, Roy's on four. <laughs> say five. Wait, stop. How come I can't Roy switch? Said four. Yes. All right, so I'll say five. No, I I'm cool. say five. Damaris and Maul get a point. Yeah. Five. Wait, but how come it only works because that way? When, you knew what I was Because when I have doing. the right answer and I change it, it's not. It doesn't but work. Is, but when I, also the right. other way around, it works. I'm not giving away the answer. Just Maul almost shot himself in the foot. No, 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 no. I'm, that's why I wanted to look at the track ah, list because I forgot the name. That's too easy. Though. But let yeah, him but, shoot himself in the foot because that would have been. All right, just can you name the five? H to the Izzo never change. Uh, Heart of the City. Let's pull it up because I actually don't know the five. Oh, they don't have it in your little trivia game? No, it's just. Heart of the City. Yeah. Girls, girls, girls. He didn't do girls. so pissed. Kanye didn't do girls, girls, girls? Nah. You sure? I'm like almost 100% positive. He did Takeover. Oh, I forgot Takeover's on fucking blue. He did Izzo. Girls, girls. Yeah. Oh, Takeover. That's the one. Heart of the City, Never Change. Never Change. And what was the fifth? Oh, he did Girls, I, Girls, Girls Part 2. Wait, so it is. I, I was right. It's four. Wait. One, two, three, four. Yeah, all right. Yo, take their points away and give yo, me my girls, fucking points. Girls, Girls Part 2 was a hit. That's crack. not on the real album. That counts. All right. <laughs> it's a hidden track. I have the actual CD. It wasn't hidden. It wasn't there. It was there. Damaris and Maul. You got to let it play. No, that's play. on volume three. When he put those, those secret songs at the end of the outro. No, it was on this too. You got to just let it play. No, I think it was Blueprint 2, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Blueprint 1. All right, what's the score update, Eden? Um, okay, so, well, it's uh, Eden 2. I didn't know you were talking about the deluxe. <laughs> Demaris <laughs> 2. Uh, Rory has three and a half and Maul has four and a half. How have I, wait, how I got a half? <laughs> when did I get a half point? When y'all decided, when y'all came up with the name of the high school, half and half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you beat, it gave you a half. That could sway because that, that you have been robbing me of my points this, this entire is, game. You keep changing you correct answers. But when I change, <laughs> Rory said a thousand copies for Eminem. And then but when like I change four. my answer, it only works when I'm wrong and not right. <laughs> Stop going with your gut instinct. Now you see how Trump felt. Wow. I don't really see the comparison. It's a wild equation. <laughs> they stole. It stole this feels down. like my house is being raided in Florida. <laughs> I know the feeling now. All right, guys. What's next? Because this is a podcast. Thank oh, you. we what had no idea. Oh, mm. Shit. This, this is a podcast. Uh, Nate, ask an MF Doom question. Nate Dogg, <laughs> Nate Dogg, Snoop, and Warren G formed a group back in 1992. What was the name of that group? And I can give you guys a hint if you need a hint, but... If you know, Nate Dogg, Snoop and Warren G. Yeah, yeah, I know. The Regulators. Uh, right. It's Damn. not. It's not the Dog Pound because that was the whole crew. Mm-hmm. Those three were two, one, three. Okay, that was a guess. Stop or it smiling. is Dog Pound. Demarious dog Pound, I thought was the whole crew, not just the three of them. Lock in one answer. I feel like Crooked Eyes in the Dog Pound. <laughs> Everyone from Long Beach Roy is in the dog say pound. One, one answer. answer. Dog pound. Smiling. Dog pound. Uh, you said the regulators. Two on three. <laughs> you said the regulators. Demaris. Crooked eye in the dog pound. Was, it the re- or was regulators the name of the song? That was a warning. For warranty. the love of God, just give Rory the fucking point. <laughs> it's two one three. I was all right. God. Damn it, well, Vince Staples, the name of the Long song Beach. On, uh, on Above the Rim. <laughs> Rory, Long Beach Rory Aquarium. said it immediately and then dialed it back and I started laughing. <laughs> he was like, oh, 213, the regulators. 213, like, 21 Savage. I don't. <laughs> so the 213 was inspired by the original LA area code. 
Yeah. So that's why they went there by that. Well, give Rory, give him the point. Okay, Rory Malatide. No shot. Here's, here's a, this should be a good one. You should get points on this All right, one. let's, let's do this, be this tiebreaker. How many days did it take Jay-Z to write the blueprint? Mo was there, man. Yeah. How many days? Yeah. Trick question. He didn't write it. <laughs> wow. Mm. Didn't think about that wow. one. Brain power. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. such a... What is considered a weekend? Like is that days? two days or three days? I think that's two, two days. days. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, two days. Two days. But that's it's inaccurate. That's gonna, that's, in that, yeah, that's gonna be inaccurate though. Whatever. According to the legend, we'll just go with what I'll say. God, we know you were there, Maul. I'll say six days. Okay, okay. he says six. Rory, four, three. I'm gonna say four. Two. Stop giving my answer. Two is your final answer, Rory. I don't trust you, so I don't know what two or three. Go with. <laughs> two days. Huh? A weekend. Two days. A weekend. No. Say two, or, two three or three days. I don't know if it was a holiday weekend. Okay. There's three-day weekends. Two oh, my God, Rory. <laughs> two. He makes two. <laughs> Give Rory the fucking point. It was yeah. two days. That's wow. inaccurate. That's inaccurate. 100% fuck. inaccurate. <laughs> In no fucking fuck. way that's true. <laughs> that's inaccurate as fuck. <laughs> I don't know who told him that. So the that's official, There's no way that happened. <laughs> official the winner of I know for a fact <laughs> it wasn't. The official winner of hip-hop trivia is Rory Fucking go. I'm not a culture vulture. There's some more questions. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Damaris. Just relax. Yo, Why wow. you want to cut the game? It's just mad questions. We got We're time, baby girl. Here, Fuck. I, I, I want to make sure it's fun. The listeners are yelling out the answers too. This is interactive. Okay. Yeah. They, like yeah, Doro. Can you point to the backpack? Damaris, this is a podcast. Hey, not the backpack. All right. Ah. Mm, and Doro was one of the that's engineers. My, that's my cousin. I see what uh, you did there. Yeah, that's hard. Which <laughs> artist was famously spotted in the crowd at Dave Chappelle's block party? J. Cole. That's too uh, easy. Kanye West. You knew that too. Oh, Who doesn't? Uh, Ebro, because right. he also they was. get given both points. Who didn't oh. know that? Like that's it is cool. Of I course, I was just, some of these are point layups. I didn't know that. Well, you have a chance to tie it. Or last Let's question: go. What's the score? Uh, Rory Moore in the lead. It's fine. But Rory's up by one. That's it. Blacks versus whites. Here we go. Which famous actor slash comedian wrote letters to Tupac while he was in jail? Oh, oh. come on. Give us a harder one, please. Which famous? What? Say it again. Do you know the answer? Yeah, I know the answer. But don't I'm, say it. I'm what, not going to say it. What, which what famous it? actor comedian wrote letters to Tupac while he was in jail? Uh, Tony Danza. Okay. Maul. Actor comedian. Comedian. I mean, it doesn't matter. She's on the low. I just want to get the point. She gets it. <laughs> Come on, Maul. Frazier. Actor comedian. Ross. But that's not fair because a lot of people did. I know that is a weird question. The most famous. Because uh, Jada, you can't say Jada, right? No. no she's not Jada's a comedian. Not a comedian. That's she's just hilarious. Comedian. Yeah. I, I know Tony Danza did write him because I was surprised to hear that. But is Tony Danza considered a comedian? I didn't know that. He had yeah. a stand-up? No. Like, Can you be a com- comedian without a comedic stand-up? actor? Uh, so it's probably Tony Danza. You want to... This is for the tie break. You want to say the same name as Rory? Yeah, then we just have to go to the I next mean, question. I mean, off the documentary, off. I do remember seeing Tony Danza because was, that was a name I was not expecting Tupac to say wrote him because he was surprised when Tony Danza wrote him. Fine. I guess this is a more open-ended question because I guess there were more people than who I'm only thinking of. I think he got more than one letter. The answer was is Jim Carrey for this and for this question. Oh, I, I, know, I didn't even know that. I just remember the doc. But Tony, Tony Danza, Danza probably is as well. 
Now I feel like I have to find another question. Now I feel like I want to read the Jim Carrey letter to Tupac. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, even, that I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, in the documentary, did he bring that up? Not that I remember. Oh, I remember him being surprised when Tony Danza. That's what I remember. He too. was like, and then Julian? they put a photo of Tony Danza. And I but I don't know if idea. Tony Danza was a comedian. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, Julian, if, if we don't if we don't proceed, that means Rory wins, and I kind of don't want that to happen. I have okay, one more. You'll edit this to make me lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see. This, maybe this will do it. And can we put? The point system on the side of the video? Sure. Like where my points are right here? Your points are right there. What nope. was the first hit? Look at all the points. Yet. There you go. How many Grammys does Jay Z have? Ooh. All right. Fuck. Can you both text me your answer? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't was... want you guys to influence each other. Can I text Jay Z and ask? Mm, sure. That's nope. your favor? Who could text him first? <laughs> that's your favor? <laughs> All right, so that's the one text I want to use. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. How many, many grapes you got, bro? Turn around. What's how many on that wall? <laughs> um, <sighs> Am I close? You're close, yeah. After the bar he did on the solid record, I think one more happened. Okay. They're figuring out their answers. I'm, I'm not going to text you. This is a podcast. Damn, um, how do I not know this? I feel like I know it, but I don't know it. Because I know this... I know, I know this past Grammys, he became. Oh, wait, I forgot. He just. How about, can I get no, I know, I know that, but I'm thinking some happened after that. Possibly. Yeah. Stop, Damaris. We, we know the bar. Can I get. 21 Grammys, I'm a savage. I know. Oh, uh, but I think some happened after that. That's why. I didn't tell you I had a dream where he said nigga, but go ahead. Keep what? what? How does it that wasn't a dream. It's on patreon.com slash subscribe now. It's on the $50 tier. Subscribe now to patreon.com. It's just me reenacting the, the pen pencil thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the same fit. Nigga. Nigga. Hand me a pencil, my nigga. Patreon.com for slash Can you guys please fight? This is, come on. Can I give you two answers? No. I, did God did win one? Just don't. Just, just think to yourself. Get, get Stop. We're not. We're not helping you. So text it to you. No. I want text it to me so Rory can say his out loud. Yes. You text me your answer. Twenty three. And then while I want to see yours. Okay. So Rory says twenty three. They snubbed him for four four four. Uh. He didn't want written testimony. Uh. I think didn't he get two? That's true. With I'm not with tell you. the song. You can think out loud. It is a podcast. Fuck. 22. You're going with 20. So you're changing your answer? Which can, one, Rory? You keep doing this with every question. You've had two answers. And, and you, and and you only make me lose when... I'm not influencing <laughs> you. Pick the one of the... Pick one or a different number. So you know why I'm confused? 23. Because they keep putting... Okay. Rory says 23. Maul, what do you I just put? feel like we would have gotten a Jordan bar about 23 Grammys somehow. Go ahead, Maul. What's your answer? Just say it. They keep putting. They keep. I, I'm getting confused because they, every time they talk about Jay's Grammys, they mention Beyonce's as well. So the numbers, I'm just like confused now. But just Jay. I know he he's the most nominated. How many do, does he have? Did you text Hop? <laughs> said you had your phone. I wasn't sure what you was doing. Nah. Uh, Not texting the Rock Nation group chat. <laughs> No. <laughs> Quick question. <laughs> why you gonna go to the gold party or the brunch? Do they not invite you to these things? Well, Rory went to the brunch. I don't go to brunch <laughs> ever. All right, all right. It's, it's, all right. It's a weird hill to die on. Yeah, I don't. 
It's uh, a weird thing to just not do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. That's it's where you draw the line. Chicken and waffles. It's actually, like a, it's actually a regular thing to do. Mm. Uh, to not go to brunch? Yeah. It's just breakfast. It's like lunch after breakfast. Even the most popular brunch yeah, in no. the history of brunch? What if it was just lunch? What if it was just apps? Yeah, and then the waffles were Like hors d'oeuvres? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do hors d'oeuvres. Like okay. a light dinner. That's yeah. cool. Okay. All right, okay. what's your answer, Ma? With that being Rock said, how many Thank Grammys does Jay-Z have? Uh, say 27. Okay. Julian. Drum roll. The Whites win. Rory nails it with 23 wow. on the dot. How many the nominations Whites did he have? Take it home. Sure. Let's check it out. Probably 50 something. It's like 33? Uh, I believe something like that. Good job. Right. Wait, if he has 33 nominees. nominations, 23 wins, we are going to get a bird Jordan bar somewhere in the next year. Correction. We went to the judges. There's been a, 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 a misstep on my, my, my part. Jay-Z has 24 Grammys, not 23, which means neither of the guys were right, which means we need one more question. But I had it text, but not, I didn't send it. But you no, didn't send, no. and you said 27. This is how yeah. Trump felt. Follow-up yeah. question. <laughs> what? How many Grammys does Beyonce have? Ooh. 30. Fuck. Two. 31. Which one is it? 32. Okay. Uh, can I phone a friend? Yeah, who? Damaris? <laughs> no. No. I'm sorry. I, I know you know the answer. I kind of want to see. 32? Oh, and there's a Magic Johnson. Jay's going to go crazy with all yeah. these numbers. Kobe Magic? It's Magic so, how Kobe... Maul, what's your official number? Nominations was Bird. Maul, you said 32? Beyonce, I believe it's 32. Yeah. And Roy? I'm going to go 32 just in case so we, I'm forcing another question. Oh. Pick a different That's number. a strategy. You can't pick his number. That's a great strategy. This is, this, is a this is strategy. 32. This is how Trump felt. 32. It is in fact. Recount. 32. Yeah. They're both the election correct. was stolen. Jay-Z holds the record for the most number one albums by a solo artist on the Billboard 200. How many albums has he had that went number one on the Billboard 200? Just adding a really Or he thinks out loud. Five is my. I read with my finger. I'm eleven. Mall said eleven. The mall says eleven. Rory. I'm not stealing his answer because volume two would have been the first one, and he has thirteen. So I, I would have said eleven. I'm not saying that because Mall said eleven. I really, my answer really would have been eleven. Okay. Because reasonable doubt in volume one didn't. Volume two on, I think we're all number ones. The answer is fourteen. He's only has 13 albums. The answer is 14. How is that I'm possible? Missed, it. Oh. The cover art of 444 was, this is my 13th album. <laughs> Does the uh, collab album? The Carters. That went number one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it was, was going to get tricky. All right, you got to follow up then. All right, quick. We're both wrong. Next follow up. I... Uh, 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 oh, I can't even speak. Whoa. You're right? Whoa, you're right. Just want to make it, it's about Kanye West. Is that why you're nervous? No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. <laughs> you got flustered. Actually, name. that's a better question. <laughs> of course it is. It's Kanye. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> how you get flustered when you see Ye's name? How many millions of records has Jay-Z sold? Whoever's closest know. to that number <laughs> wins. 15. 15 what? Million. He said 40 oh. millions. Uh well, how many millions of records has Jay Z sold? Yeah, I'm sorry, fifty, not fifteen. 
Tamara said 50 million. Streams count. Rory. <laughs> he makes everything difficult, bro. Rory just wants to find a reason to give three answers. <laughs> can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Word of right, origin. So we can move fast. Um, I, 30 million. I don't know. Okay. So Mary said 50. Rory Unlike said you, 30. 30 million. Can't hurt 30 million. Maul. Um, we live for half of them. I'm going to say 100 million. I'm going to say 40 million. I'm going to change my answer to whatever the right one is. <laughs> and that's white privilege if you combine you Maul and Eden's answer you'd be as close as you can get over 140 million records sold so Maul so wins wins yeah I know, I know it was 100 for sure damn I said 30 million it was 140 that's crazy <laughs> I'm sorry Jay are you going to chase so 30 million records I knew it was 100 for sure I, I, I was thinking like first week and try to add that up in my head I don't know see you made it complicated All right. All right. I think it ended in a tie but we'll take it yeah. ended in a tie basically hey, so. the fans won yeah, yeah. The, culture. yeah. the culture the culture yeah. the culture we did that for the culture yeah. the culture the culture definitely, definitely lost win. well yeah. let's end with music Damaris had a good question that she wanted to ask everyone yeah alright so if you guys could pick any album in the world whatever genre um, and say which one impacted your life your outlook on life the most which album would it be hmm, hmm. I gotta be honest here Maul, be serious, please. All right, all right my bad. <laughs> well, by default, it would be Black Album because that was that was the day you became the king of the, the city. The king, mm. the keys he gave the you the keys. For me? Yeah. Jay retired and you, you were yeah. the prince and I, then he, he became on, the king. I was on the A train the same night. Like <laughs> uh, for me, an album that impacted my life the most. Yes. Yeah. Um, as cliche as it sounds, uh, Probably reasonable doubt, only because I, uh, as as a young age, I saw my brothers actually do something in music, and I, to me, that was like super unthought of. Like I never thought it was possible. You see people in the music business, um, and you think that you know these are like people that you just never are gonna know. Mm-hmm. So to see them do that, coming from where they came from, and you know. Uh, being in the streets and, you know, all the risks that they took and to see them actually be able to do that, to me, it became like a real tangible thing. Like, oh shit, like we can be in a music business. We can sell records. We can put an album out like that. To me, it became real. So to me, that changed the way I looked at the music business, the record industry, mm-hmm. um, and to see what they were able to build from that. Like that was the foundation, what they were able to build from that point on. To me, so that to me made it like a real thing. The music business became a real thing, not just something I saw on TV or just turned on the radio and heard songs. Like it was like, oh, this is real. This is something that you can really do. You don't have to be super smart, super educated. You don't have to, you know, go to school and study a bunch of things to run a, a music business. So to me, Reasonable Doubt was the one that made the music industry and the music business a real thing in my eyes. So that's it like, would be reasonable doubt for me. That's a good answer. Rory? You were the one that said classic should have went triple, right? <sighs> yeah. That's how I felt. Should have went quadruple, being honest. Um, I'm going to go Love Below. I mean, I know it's part Ooh, of Speaker Box and all that. But I'm going to go Love Below right because when I was like, Love Below came out when I want to say it was 13. Um, before that. Three. Yeah, I was 13. Um, I was like a super hip hop kid. Like I almost didn't listen. My mom was super into R and B and like pop music and everything. I was very much fucking rap. And then when this shit came out, mm-hmm. 
it made me appreciate melody more. It made me like a lot of the music my mom was playing me before that I wasn't paying attention to. Like this shit brought me to music. And I'm not saying hip hop is a music, but this really brought me into a different realm of what music was when I was very much just into boom bap hip hop shit at that time. I appreciate all genres of music from this album. Like Love Below changed my perspective completely on how I see music. Go on Love Below. You Great album. Affects, you think it affects kind of your creative process now with your own album? 100%. She I, I, lives in my life. I mean, I, most of me starting my project was like trying to copy this. Like not copy it, but like yeah, everything yeah. that I thought was Pay perfect. Like yeah. I was trying to, I'm not comparing it to Love Below, but that's where I wanted to go. Like this is the standard of what we're trying to do. That's cool. This is perfect to me. And yeah, that this shit just changed how I view everything. Mm. I thought you were going to say Marshall Mathers LP, to be honest. <laughs> when <laughs> Marshall Mathers LP came out at when I was the tender age of 10, yeah. I loved my mother. And then that came out. And I was like, oh, fuck that bitch. Right. Mom, I'm not doing the dishes. Uh, Mom, you created this beautiful, <laughs> loving environment for me. Rory bought a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> bought Rory, a shovel. Rory cleaned out his closet. <laughs> oh, Mom, you provide for me and love me. Fuck you. <laughs> be more like M's mom. <laughs> Why uh, haven't you fucked me up more? <laughs> These are so stupid. This, God this, damn it, mom. Okay. You're such a good mom. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, what, what This actually on? was going to be, this is one of those albums I feel the same way as Rory because I was around the same age. This had a similar effect in terms of introducing. It kind of felt like I was listening to the old R&B with like a newer twist. Like it was combining mm-hmm. the music my dad would listen to with what I was listening to. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to give the same answer. So what I will say is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Fire for album. a thousand reasons. Definitely class. Isn't it literally tatted on your arm? Not no, like no, that's the graduation bear. Yeah. Uh, but that album, I think, in terms of what I love in an artist, is being able to introduce new sounds and just create a narrative. And I think that's still to this day one of the most beautiful stories ever told across an album. And the visual component was just as compelling as the audio experience. And that's just I that album never gets old. Anyone can hit play from let that shit run. I don't need to go on about it. Everyone knows it's one of the best albums ever, but that one solidified Kanye as one of those guys. I think you can make a compelling argument that it's the greatest hip-hop album of all time. I think it is. Really? It's definitely it's definitely a, one of the... If we start talking about classic hip-hop albums, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is definitely one that people will throw on the table for yeah. sure. It's just hands down, anybody that loves hip-hop, uh, loves music. Because Nicki's album, on it, right? Well, she had one of the greatest verses of Ever. all time. <laughs> yeah. Ever. This album, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think that, you know, this is one of those albums. Honestly, this album, when I f- remember hearing this album, I was actually surprised at how good it was. Because I remember, like, it was like Kanye was in a spot where people thought that he was turning into something different with this album. And people were kind of like, what is he on? But then you hear the album and you're like, oh, this shit is hard. Odie. Mm. Like this shit is crazy. Like Odie. we understood, like, all right, he's just an artist. He's gonna transform into different things. He's gonna try different sounds. Um, and the fact that he had dudes like Saha on this album, like dudes that people didn't really know about like that. Swiss, Pusha, Nikki, Rick Ross, like this was I just mean, Bonnie Vare, like that. Lost Kate in Cuddy. the world. That the sound that he experiments with on Lost in the World. Yeah, it's like just, Bon Iver. Like people, you know, so people didn't range. know who that was. You, you know what's also interesting about this album, and in retrospect too, because I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I, I was fortunate enough to be in the building when this was being made, and Kanye played a bunch of shit for us before it was out. 
he insisted at that time to not do the whole press run shit. He wanted to go play this for Facebook. And I remember being 1920, like, why does why is Kanye going to Facebook and Google to play his album? It's mm. a weird thing to do. In retrospect, what a forward-thinking yeah. fucking thing to do. Like, no, nah, I don't want to go to Hot 97 and play it for them. I want to go to Facebook. Mm-hmm. They have a bigger reach. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, my ignorant ass was just like, that's weird. Like, why? what is Facebook going to do for you? Right. Yeah, that, that, Boy, was I ignorant and wrong. Oh, no. That was, that was just Kanye. Again, that was spoke to the genius that he is. Like, he was always wanting to try different things and push his art in different ways. And, you know, he, did, he didn't want to get painted into a box. And I think this was his way of showing. This was like, to me, Kanye's first, like, real, like, I'm better than all y'all. This is his magnum opus. Even yeah. the rollout, the Good Music Fridays, those songs alone could be packaged oh, together and become a classic sure. album. Like everything he did leading up to this was flawless. Like this is Kanye's, this is when his, uh, more of his ego started to show after this album. This was like, yo, I'm better than y'all. I know I'm better than y'all. Y'all know I'm better than y'all. The whole college dropout, that whole thing was still Kanye being humble, just showing like, yo, I'm dope. You know what I mean? But this one was like, yo, I'm better than all y'all. But also, one of the more humbling times that existed with Ye, when he came in the office and he then went in interviews and said this shit, he went, he disappeared to Paris to go be an intern. Mm -hmm. He's like, I had to humble myself and start from scratch. Me and Virgil went to Paris and just like, we were interns. Like we did the whole shit coffee in the morning for everyone and just sat there and learned. Just learned, like, yeah. I realized the Taylor Swift shit, like I was I was nuts. <laughs> like I shouldn't have done that even though I agree with what I did type shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was the perfect mix of humble yay with bravado yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Julian. This is probably high. Classic I, album. Classic album. No doubt about it. Which Janet Jackson album um, did it for you? <laughs> it would be The Velvet Rope. Oh, I was right. <laughs> you were you were actually right. If if we were going to pick a hip hop album, it would be the black album for that its own reasons. But if we're going to do just albums across all genres, it would definitely be the Velvet Rope by Janet Jackson for me. That's the the album that my father used to introduce Janet to me. Um, and that album continued. It was the first album I've I'd ever heard that addressed Janet was so forward thinking with the topics that she was addressing. She was addressing um, like trans the LGBT community. On that album, um, she addressed so much self-hate, um, some political things, some sexual things. And at a very, very young age, it introduced me to those concepts. And the more I listened to the album as I got older, the more like different shit that I was listening to as a kid would hit. Like, for example, the title track and the second track called You, which addressed so much of just like looking within yourself and like you can't you can't run from who you are. So you can. You can change where you live. You can change your friends. You can change your job, but you can't run from who you are. And I'm a person who, now that I'm an adult, I'm realizing that like you can you can change a million things about yourself, but the thing that you're running from is you and who you are, and you you can't change that. You can't run from that. Or so. Joe Jackson. Oh my fuck. Sorry, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. You. you I love the moment. You can't help yourself. <laughs> rest in peace to the legend. Can't hide from him either. Joe yeah. Jackson. Gotta yes, come rest home. In, rest in peace to the legend. Joe Jackson. But but <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So if if you are ever in a, a bout of like self-discovery where you're just like i cannot look in the mirror today um that album will help you face face some shit for real so i I would definitely pick that album i remember seeing janet jackson do the rhythm nation at madison square garden Mm -hmm. to that show i'm showing my age i know yeah it's okay i wouldn't lie it's cool it was a great concert are we seeing janet on my birthday we have not bought not nail ticket Mm. okay but yomi can also say do i deliver when it comes to tickets you deliver for sure 
But I'm just I don't want them to get sold out unless you have Rory give y'all tickets to one show and he ain't gonna let that shit die. Yeah, I know. Right. He do, never I, really do I not do I not take care of y'all? He's like, so y'all to a show, didn't I? <laughs> but what happened afterwards? Yomi, this is why I'm right? hanging this shit over their heads for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the tickets. <laughs> So you've ruined my fucking night. Oh man. Okay, Eden, which Ricky Martin album did it for you? <laughs> um uh honestly, I, I it was kind of hard to decide, but I'll say the most impactful album for me was the first rap album I ever heard, and this was like in 2008. Uh Rated God, God damn. 2008? Buddy. Are you just picking a rap album because this is a rap podcast or was it actually a rap no, album to change it was your a life? It's from the oh. Bronx. Because that was that was the first time like I listened to rap for real. Like I was always like a rock kid. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. What was your rock album at the time then? Because I, I fuck with rock. A rock album that I loved at the time it was probably like Fall Out Boy or some shit like that. Oh. Fall Out Boy or Not real like Comic Yeah, like yeah, that's that's a different that's kind pop, of rock. Pop, oh, pop rock. Oh, you want me to that's do like rock. Weezer or fucking? No, uh, that's still, still, pop, still rock. pop rock. I'm talking like I Give like me. I was a big Linkin Park fan. Still pop pop it's rock. Not, no, their album cuts aren't pop at all. Their album cuts are not pop. <laughs> okay, but you would Beyonce's album cuts are R&B. She's still a pop artist. Give me a rock album then. Uh, Green Day before they became pop, Dookie is, that shit's is one of the best okay. rock albums that I've at least for my. Then yes, I was a pop. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Days and Confused. Um, I'm a Leonard Skinner like, guy. Nah, different era. I don't know. <laughs> That's because you're a good patriot. You're an American. <laughs> I'm a Leonard Skinner guy. You know what I mean? Uh, I like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, oh can. yeah, I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, those is one of my favorite. In like the just because you're so progressive to the speaker I box love, level I love below. I know Roy fucks it. Remember uh, the Odd Couple, Niles Barkley. Of course. Yeah. That was another one of those albums where I was like, oh, this is different. This Absolutely. is the kind of shit I like. Niles Barkley? That was actually, they had some good albums. Remember they had a, I fucked with him uh, since he was singing background for TLC. Yeah. No, Somewhere you know, else. Back. What was so the other one called? That's what, in the business, we, yeah. we call that a callback. I know. I got it. In Did anybody business. else's parents listen to Michael Franks? <laughs> not my parents. Michael Franks? Michael Franks. Ooh. I'm not sure. Maybe. None of you guys know who that is. I just want... I didn't, I didn't know if that was an old people thing or just a my dad thing. You would love Michael Franks' music. I'll check it out. I'll I'll send you an album and you will absolutely. Saint Elsewhere, Saint one of the greatest Elsewhere. albums ever. That's one of the I'm, best I'm albums. I went to see them perform. They uh, performed that album. God, this is a great Central album. Park was doing like some live free live mm-hmm. concerts okay. like years ago, mm-hmm. and they performed that Saint Elsewhere uh, album in Central Park till till Nas and his Queensbridge buddies ruined that. Damn oh my it. god, summer series. Those are those are some <laughs> of the best live shows ever, man. Also one of the Fucking best. Nas one and of the Mob coolest Deep <laughs> destroyed that. <laughs> You said what? That artwork is incredible. I remember when I was a kid just staring at this and like drawing it. Oh, Who's Gonna Save My Soul Now is probably one of my favorite videos ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I like that question, Damaris. Uh, Yomi. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Let's see. We like... You guys are not like that. We're no, like, like you know that. You guys like, are we're going to jam together. I'm going to speak for Yomi. She she doesn't feel that way. All right. Well, guys, that was fun. A little... Little trip inside of each 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 individual's mind. Uh, hopefully, all of y'all are doing well mentally. I didn't check on everybody, but y'all seem like y'all doing well. If not, hit the group chat. <laughs> Tell us someone fucking respond. If you have mental health problems, hit the yeah, group you chat. You never respond. respond. Hit the group chat. Uh, I do respond. Logic gave us a number. Just give give that a call. No, it's a new number now. <laughs> oh, they changed it. It's a three digit number now. Yeah, that's a D, yeah. It's like nine eight eight. I think the logic hate is real. Even the suicide number was like, nah, we changing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, it was it was better because like if you're on the verge of suicide and you got to punch, you got to punch in seven digits. Like, what's the number? They yeah. shortened it. It is. Nine, what is the number? The, the it is nine eight eight for anybody who is seeking help. And if you are having any problems and you just want to vent, my inbox is always open. On <laughs> Shut up! Nobody, uh, you. Ain't nobody inbox you. 
have, a lot, I have a lot of people, Man, a lot of listeners that the, the marriage better be the last I, one y'all hit. Yeah, don't I'm sure. Cares. But now you're putting yourself in a position. Now you have to answer everyone with suicidal thoughts. Yeah, and if she and ain't, you're not she a delete your account. She delete her account every I, other I every other week. If you're having suicidal thoughts, I said if you someone, she deletes her account. Imagine listening to her say that and she's deactivated. Yo, yeah, like what is she? The marriage be pissing me over this shit. Yo, reach out to me. You deactivate your account every four days. What are you talking about? Stand on the top of the tribe, bro. Like, hold on. It's deactivated. It's like, user doesn't exist. I guess I don't either. Uh, That's the sign. uh, No one will talk to me. uh, (laughs) This is your fault, by uh, the way. Oh, man. I want to keep this. That's so funny. No, we are keeping this. What do you mean? The marriage said, yo, just DM inbox me. Acting you user not found. <laughs> oh man. No, in all seriousness though, uh, please take care of yourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. Uh hope hopefully everybody is uh in a good space right now. If not, talk to somebody, reach out to somebody for some help, for some not conversations. Demaris. Just not Damaris yeah, inbox, not please. Cause she may delete deactivate her account for thirty. She'll be back in twenty eight days though. So just hold on for twenty eight days and then Damaris will get back to you. Um <laughs> This has been a great episode, guys. I had a lot of fun laughing with y'all, talking with y'all, talking shit, joking. Yeah, it was. It was but it's time talk. to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, y'all have a great week. Uh, we'll be back soon. In a couple of days. Speak to y'all. Be safe. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Wait, Peace. did I did I win trivia? No. No. Peace. <laughs> no worry, Ma. <laughs>